You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. As the Electoral Commission prepares to hold the country's seventh national and provincial elections in the democratic era, it is expected to have its work cut out for it. In October, the IEC launched the 2024 National and Provincial Elections Program, declaring that it is ready to host millions of eligible voters at over 23,000 voting stations across the country. IEC Chief Electoral Officer Saima Mabolo explained the rationale underpinning the commission's theme for the upcoming elections. It is one aimed at encouraging South Africa's youth to register to vote and ignite hope in the country's democracy. The hopeless attitudes that may have paralyzed some South Africans can be reversed by empowering them with reasons to believe in the importance of taking part in the elections. To convince citizens, especially young persons, to take charge we intend reminding them that this democracy belongs to them and inviting them to take ownership of it as responsible citizens. We therefore say, it's your democracy, own it. For the first time in the country's history, independent candidates will be able to contest for seats in the national and provincial elections. However, the manner in which this participation will take place has been the subject of litigation. The Independent Candidates Association of South Africa approached the Constitutional Court asserting that the 50-50 split of, of the National Assembly which only allows independents to contest for 200 seats while political parties contest for 400 seats devalues the votes of independents. The Apex Court however was unconvinced. The Constitutional Court however ruled that independents need just a thousand signatures to contest the elections. Build One South Africa and friend of the court, Ravonia Circle, brought the matter before the court. Justice Jody Colopin delivered the judgment. The second judgment accordingly orders as an interim remedy a striking out in the impugned provision of the 15% quota and in its place a reading in of a thousand signatures. It does so on the basis that while there's never been a contestation requirement in place, thousand signatures represents at the very least a de facto contestation requirement. The court's judgments require the IEC to make the necessary adjustments. The new signature requirement will undoubtedly allow many more participants to contest the polls. With regards to political parties, just under 600 are registered with the IEC. 360 of which are eligible to run in the national elections. Deputy Chief Electoral Officer Maseko Shiburi. There will be regions and provinces in which we will not be able to print a ballot in that configuration where parties follow each other sequentially on the ballot paper. We're going to have to have two ballot, a ballot set up in two columns. So first column and the second column. And if the number of contestants is so much, we may have end up not with a ballot paper, but with a ballot booklet 
on multiple on multiple columns. So in those circumstances, voters may end up being confused and making wrong wrong marks. The Electoral Commission has also committed to communicating with voters whose voting districts and stations may have changed as a result of its review of municipal and voting district boundaries. The review was last concluded in 1999, and 2024 will see an increase in the number of voting stations. Because we've changed certain boundaries of voting districts, we are going to target those people who are affected by those changes in voting district boundaries to alert them that their voting districts and voting stations have changed. Where we encounter them, we re-register them on the spot. Where we do not encounter them, we'll send SMSs and leave pamphlets asking them to come to a voting station on the 18th or the 19th or going online to update their registration details. Election observers at next year's polls will be crucial in ensuring that the bar is set high for improving the quality of elections. Defend Our Democracy movement has mobilized civil society to do its bit in this regard. Executive Director Zakira Vadi. In terms of, of laxity previously, I think one area that we've noted from election observation work previously is that um, election observers are given a book to tick off. Did the voting station open on time? Um, did uh, Were ballot boxes closed at the end of the day and sealed? And that information is collated a month later after the elections and sent to the IEC really for reviewing the next election. What's the, the different factor in this particular campaign is that where there is internet connectivity, it's almost immediate. And where there isn't internet connectivity, at least within the next few hours, if you can get back to your civil society office or you can go to a public library where there may be Wi-Fi, for instance, you are able to feed that information in almost immediately. Research by the Human Sciences Research Council on South Africa's electoral democracy has pointed to the most negative mood ahead of elections in the country to date, with an increasing dissatisfaction among South Africans with the functioning of electoral democracy. Figures show that currently 57% of South Africans have expressed discontent with democracy compared to 28% who are satisfied. The youth are no exception. They have been staying away from the polls due to disillusionment with government's performance and political parties. Despite this, HSRC researcher Samele Mtingizane says there's hope. There are two silver linings here. The first is that there is a persistent belief in the importance of voting amongst many youth in our country. Remember, we said close to 60% of our sample said, I do believe that we should vote, but I will not vote anyway. And it's the reasons we just cited across our study right now. And yeah, a sizable minority, um, they still believe this is the duty of, our resp- of us to vote. So the youth want to vote, but they are dissatisfied by various reasons when it comes to democracy and our governance. The IEC has set a target of hosting 80,000 community events aimed at getting South Africans to cast their votes, with approximately 2,500 field workers involved in outreach and education. The second and last voter registration weekend is scheduled for the 3rd and 4th of February 2024. Although President Cyril Ramaphosa has not set a date for next year's polls, the country must have an election within 90 days of the expiry of the legislature's term.
Therefore, an election is possible between May and the middle of August 2024. And that report by Busi Chimambe. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.